When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Live on the line with McIver and Murph is Lee Holdsworth. G'day, Lee. G'day, guys. How are we? Mate, we're good, but how are you and how's the head? <laughs> I think I'm sober now. It's taken a bit, but... Um... Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty exhausted. It's been a big week. Uh, I haven't really had time to just kick back and, and sort of uh, reflect on what we just achieved. But, uh, man, it's, uh, it, it's just an awesome feeling. Awesome feeling. Mate, um, it was mega watching you do your job and, and uh, just look so smooth, so in tune and confident driving the 25. I'm sure it probably didn't feel like that all the time, but but how amazing to to be driving a car, be with a guy and a team that um, gave you, you know, gave you the tool to be in control with. I mean, just phenomenal. Yeah, thanks, Murph. You know what it's like when you rock up there and your car's on song. You know, I've had it only a few times before, but nothing quite as good as what I had on, on the weekend. Um, you sort of get in the zone pretty quickly and and everything seems a lot easier than normal. Um, so, you know, from the time we rolled out on Thursday, our car was in a really good window and the balance was strong. We had a couple of things to really tune up, but whilst everyone else was searching for big gains in balance, um, we were just chipping away at it and we sort of we were very quietly confident from the start of the week that, Man, we were in a good place to, um, you know, to, to give this a red hot crack. And then every session, you know, Chaz would want a little tune up with a certain balance in the car, and then and that's exactly what I wanted. And so every time I jumped in the car, it was a bit better. And then every time Chaz jumped in the car, it was a bit better. So we were we were just in such a great spot. But you know, there was one point of the weekend where we thought, hey, I think we're probably we're actually a session ahead of where we want to be here. So Let's just cool it right off, and and you know yourself, Murph. It's hard to hard to not uh, keep changing the car. It's hard to just go, right? We're in a good place here. Let's just do some laps. Let's start concentrating on a on a race balance. Start seeing what the uh, the change in roll bars does to the balance, and um, yeah, pretty pretty crazy. And and then to roll into the race, and um, even Sunday morning in warm up, we were like, man spot on like do not do a thing to the car let's roll into this race and give it a give it a good go Lee, Lee how hard was it to contain that excitement and and near it's almost felt like an omen that it was all going to work out right knowing how how brutal Bathurst, Bathurst can be if you make one little mistake yeah I know well it's it's funny because as a, you think like I'm thinking coming into this year as a coder I'm thinking you know, the pressure's off, I can just roll into the weekend, do my job, jump out and leave the rest to Chaz. But, um, you know, in some ways, 
as a co-driver, it's probably nerve more nerve-wracking and more pressure on you to um, to do your job and not make any mistakes because you're not, you know, you're required to be fast, but you are certainly, you know, the last thing you are uh, that that they want you to do is make a mistake. Um, so, you know, they sort of want everything from you, but um, without any mistakes. And um, but as a main driver, you know, you, you you're you're required to push as hard as you can. And if you make a mistake, okay, it's accepted. You were just having a go. Um, but it's a different view if it's a co-driver. So um, although I was comfortable in the car, there came a point where I'm like, you know, I was gapping gas. Um, we are doing good lap times. And, and I could have I pushed a bit harder um, and, and got a bit more out of it. But I thought, I just thought in my head, you're going to look like a complete dickhead. If, if you end up putting it in the wall here um, whilst whilst we've got this big gap. So um, at that point, I thought, right, just have a breather. Just keep going about it the same way. And, um, you know, there were even times when uh, when Adam said, mate, just, you know, keep that pace or, or drop half a second off because um, we're actually still gapping the field doing that pace. And um, uh, in a way, I didn't want to get out of that that. Um, it was like a. Uh, it was almost became robotic. All the um, inputs into the car, and you don't want to change that um, because that's when you sort of lose focus if you change anything up. So I just got into that rhythm, stayed in the rhythm, and um, yeah, fortunately, you know, no mistakes on my behalf, and um, able to hand the car over to Chaz in a in a, a fairly comfortable position, and um, and he was able to do his job at the end. So. Just, just an amazing day. You know, we had one mishap with the tyre failure. Um, God, yes. But we didn't panic. Yeah, and we're, I, I knew straight away that he was that he had a, a failure with the tyre, and um, my biggest worry was that was going to come back to haunt us later on with another set. Um, and and really, you don't know what caused it, and that's the biggest concern. Like, we're, is it that we're driving too hard? Is it that we've got too much camber? Is it that we're using too much curb, you know. There's just so many questions that surround that, and um, so we had to be a bit more conservative from that point on. Um, we raised the rear pressures of the tyres to, uh, mm. you know, to make sure that we put us in a safer zone in that way. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the most nerve-wracking thing because we knew we had the pace to bounce back from that. Yeah, I mean, you had the pace to bounce back. I mean the. The speed that you have and the way that you were coming back at the field was phenomenal. But, you know, catching everybody, even with that speed advantage, was going to be one thing. But passing would always be another. But that uh, that little um, creature, what the hell was it called? An echidna. <laughs> echidna. 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 He, did, he did turn up at a pretty good time, didn't he? It wasn't a bad time, yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't mind that little guy. Um, <laughs> we thought at one time we thought when we when we saw him we thought ah oh, maybe one of his spikes fell out and got into our tire. <laughs> um, um, but uh, yeah, it, it went when we pitted it. It obviously put us out of phase when we had the tire yeah. failure, um, but it didn't hurt us that much because we had a fourteen second lead at that point. It, it it blew that lead away to nothing, and I think we actually ended up being um, uh, probably in second position by the time we got into the pits. But then it actually put us a pit stop up on everyone else. And so the next pit stop, 
Um, we had fuel in hand, and that's when we jumped straight yeah. back up. But that's we also, it. like you said, had to pass a whole heap of people as well. So, um, mm. but yeah, the echidna, it probably didn't come at a bad time. Um, we uh, we got one of but the guys Bathurst. in the team to. That's Bathurst, yeah, and, and that's the thing, you know. You, even with five laps to go, I thought we haven't won this. With two laps to go, I thought, yeah. Do I get excited yet? No, nah, no, nah, I'm containing it. I'm going to hold back because you know it can happen. It's just, you know, you can have another tyre failure at that point. You could, I don't know, you could have a bloody kangaroo jump out in, the, in front of the car and take it out. Um, it's just too many variables to, to get excited about uh, the win until it actually happens. I think it was once I saw Chaz come out of, um, out of Forest Elbow and head down Conrod Strait for the very last time, I thought, I think we've done it. <laughs> and uh, that's when I put my race suit on and or zipped it up and, and thought I'd better run over to the pit wall and start celebrating. So when, pretty cool moment. When, when, does it, when does it actually sink in? Uh, when, because everything probably feels quite surreal when you've done it and you've both worked super hard to win the great race. But when does it actually sink in? Is it when you're half blind drunk and you're sitting on your motel bed and you go, uh, hang on a minute, I just won the greatest race in Australia? I still don't think it's no, sinking no. at that point. It, it, it certainly didn't. I was actually going to ask Merce if he, if he could tell me when it sinks in because it hasn't, hasn't sunk in yet. No, um, it won't. Uh, and and it, it'll, be it yeah, it'll be a little while yet. Yeah, it'll be a little while. It just it, Because, I mean, you've been trying now. Was that 17? Is that 17 goes? I think it was number 18, actually. It was number 18. So, yeah. you know, it, you get to a point, 18. too, where you've got a – where, you, you know, you – you just go, is this ever going to happen for me? Is it ever going to happen? So when it does, it, it is hard to fathom. I mean, when you when you sat on the grid there at the start of that race, mate, I mean, did you did you honestly believe that in, in six and a half hours or seven hours in a thousand Ks, did you, did you think, oh, we're going to win this, we can win this? I mean, it's just too hard to think that that's I, possible, right? You know, it, this may sound arrogant or whatever, but... I've never had this feeling before where I thought that, you know, nothing but a win was going to be good enough on that day. And mm. um, I, I genuinely thought that throughout the whole week. It was just, you know, a second was never going to be good enough. I was going to go home disappointed. Um, because, you know, when you've got the car, um, you know that everyone, if everyone does their job, including yourself, uh, you're going to walk away with that, that big, trophy and um yeah it's it's just nuts but i just don't know why it's so it's still very hard to believe though because i mm. i just could you know that was that's been a dream of mine since um since i first started watching motor racing let alone driving in, a, in the sport um yep. to actually you know win the peter Bock trophy and um yeah pretty damn special to be up there with the the legends of sport um i think i was the only the 62nd driver uh, ever to win that race. So, you know, although mm. it's been running for so long and there's, you know, 50, uh, whatever there is, 50-something drivers every year trying to win that race and to only have 62 winners so far over so many years um, is, is hard to fathom, I guess. Um, and, yeah. yeah, it's going to take a long time to sink <laughs> in. Um, yeah, don't know whether it ever will. But I haven't even watched the race yet, so I reckon maybe you, once I watch the race back and actually see that it happened yeah. again, 
Um, you'll definitely watch the race. You'll watch yeah, it, and, yeah, and then when you win your second, when you win your second one, lethal. When you win your second one, it'll it'll yeah, sink in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love how you say when I do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, um, let's just quickly uh, just talk Chaz a little bit, um, and specifically that shootout. Um, oh, and not just his, but I mean the shootout as a whole. I mean, what a you know hour or whatever it was of time. I mean, can you recall? a shootout that was that intense with such speed and such commitment from race car drivers? No. I mean, did you – I mean, no. what did Chaz think was possible? I mean, who – I mean, really, it was just phenomenal. I don't know. I, I just remember sitting in the truck with Chaz, listening to some Kevin Bloody Wilson before the um, before the shootout, <laughs> and and we, we said to each other, hey, whatever happens in this shootout, I said to Chaz, mate, just – like, just enjoy yeah. it because um, – you know, I, you know, we both agreed that we had a car to win the race, and it didn't matter whether we finished, uh, whether we started tenth or we finished, or we started on pole. Um, we were, we were in for a shot of winning the race, no matter what. So it was a matter of, uh, you know, just, um, just enjoying that lap. And but I can tell you, when I saw a, the first two o three get set, um, I, I forget who. Oh, it was uh, Brody Kostecki, I thought. Yeah, Brody. Oh, yeah. Right, that's a good time. Good time to lay down at that point of the shootout. Um, and I thought it actually puts a hell of a lot of pressure on everyone after him to um, to step it up, and you know, you know, potentially makes people overdrive. And uh, and then you know the times kept coming down, and I thought, oh man, this is going to be hard to top. Um, I think the. Uh, the time that Chaz had to beat was a two o three five or something like that, and he's come out mm. and uh, or was a two o three six something like that, and and Chaz's uh, first sector he was up, and I thought, wow, like he, if he's on in the first sector, there's great potential for him to uh, finish this off, and it just got better and better. Um, so I thought that was one of the best points of the weekend for us. Um, yeah, pretty bloody good lap. It's like <laughs> it, it was just absolutely um, faultless. I think he he just touched the the exit wall out of Forest Elbow. <laughs> he did. Um, yeah, oh, crazy. So, I don't think it cost him anything, but it was um, he he obviously was pushing and using everything he had. Hey uh, Lee, just quickly, Ryan Walkinshaw. I've never seen a team owner so happy and just so crazy with everything that went on doing the shoey the whole nine yards. How do you think this win affects the team going forward? Uh, yeah, Ryan lapped it up, and I was really, I was so happy that like uh, we had a, a, a little bit of a spot next to us in between Chaz and I for the drivers' parade, and I, I patted the seat beside beside myself, and I said, "Oh, Ryan, jump up!" And he, he actually jumped up and um, really enjoyed the drivers' parade. I think everyone in the team just felt that we were in, we were in a great zone, and um, and everyone just enjoyed the week. But I can tell you that. Oh, this does huge a huge amount for that team. They've been working at something for a, a long time now, especially since um, since Zach Brown and uh, Michael Andretti have joined the team, along with Ryan. Um, they've been they're they're wanting to win a championship. They wanted to win Bathurst. They can tick the Bathurst off the list now, um, and I don't think it's far away from them challenging for a. A championship, you know. Chaz finished third this year. I think there's a bit, a bit of a shake-up going on at Triple Eight, and I think it's um, it's probably time for them to pounce. To be honest, um, 
reckon that, that in the next few years they'll they'll win one. So um, yeah, I think they'll ride the ride the wave. Um, I think next year I reckon they'll start with a hell of a lot of momentum, and um, you know Chazzy will have heaps of confidence. The team will have confidence. So uh, I think having that monkey off their back with the with the win over the weekend, I think that'll do wonders for them. Yeah, I think it, I think you're right. And I think the timing's perfect. I think the changes at Triple Eight and people moving and all that kind of yeah. stuff uh, leaves the door wide open. Hey, just just quickly, and I know you got to go. So, finally, um, you know, this uh, little article came out. Uh, I think it was uh, the other day about um, you know you going full time and and what you would uh, do to do that, and you'd give up you know this position as a co-driver in this team if you could get a proper good full time gig again. And I've you know I think we've spoken before that you know it's uh, it hasn't worked out the way it should in respect of you not being there still full time because you proved on the weekend that you should be. Um, how how hard is that at the moment though too? Just to, you've just won Bathurst. And we know you should be full time because you've got the goods to do it. How hard is it, sort of, not having that opportunity in the right place to to go and show your wares at the moment? Uh, I think that this year I've, I've um, I nearly even put motor racing to bed. You know, it was it's been a really difficult oh, wow. year the way it all finished up. Um, I was not not ready to give up. You know, the the, the Bathurst race. Um, but I was, it, it burnt me a lot and I just thought, you know what, I'm, I've got to move on with life and really I was kicking myself that I didn't have something in the background brewing with, uh, you know, uh, a career outside of motorsport. So, um, yeah, I spent the whole year looking for opportunities and they just weren't coming <laughs> coming by very often uh, and then I got a great opportunity with um, CBRE Real Estate uh, believe it or not. So um, next year I'll be starting a job in industrial real estate uh, in the automotive sector. And um, and I thought, wow, you know, that's I've worked pretty hard to get that and I don't want to throw that away. Um, but also, you know, the, the after what just happened on the weekend and being in a great car and able to show my skill as well and what I've still got to offer, it sort of makes me got the fire burning again. And... Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess so. If something pops up, um, I really have to weigh it up whether I want to go back mm. and have a crack at winning the race um, because I know that heading back there with Walkinshaws or WAU next year, we would come in as red hot favourites. And um, uh, you know whether I'm willing to give that up and and jump into a car, um, another car in the field, and um, I'm, I'm just not sure at the moment. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll just wait and see. Um, it's all about weighing things up and seeing whether the opportunity comes around in the first place. But um, it could be worse situations to be in than than having too much to choose from. <laughs> you know what, Lee? The best the best thing about going to real estate after having won Bathurst, put on your card. You know, CBR Industrial yeah. Real Estate, yeah. uh, Bathurst <laughs> Champion 2021. Uh, you watch those sales go through uh, the roof. Mate, thanks uh, so man, much. It's got a great ring to it. Congrats, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's congrats. A, Massive be, congrats. Best, best uh, time ever. But to hear the, the genuine appreciation from you of winning your first Bathurst, mate, we've, we're just uh, really glad that you could spend some time with us. So go and enjoy. And just remember, nah, no you way. did win Bathurst, buddy. You won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, every time someone tells me, it, it just sinks in a little... A little more, so um, thank you. Thank you. No, you're <laughs> Great well. to chat to you guys. Yeah, happy Christmas, mate.
Cheers, pal. Yes, you too. You too, guys. Bye.